Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. It's just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. So you're telling me that your dogs have middle names. Mm-hmm. So, so you your would, dogs don't have middle names? No. Quince, I mean, Quince, his name is Quinston James. Doesn't that sound good? Yeah, Quinston James, James Foster. That's right. Sounds like uh, out of Citizen Kane. Sherman doesn't really have... I, I need to come up with a better one, but I, I like uh, Sherman Montoya because I'm just such a fan of the Princess Bride, yeah. and I just like that the uh, 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 it, Indigo, uh, Indigo Montoya, you killed my father. I just like that. So Sherman hey, do, Montoya. Do you watch, uh, do you watch uh, the TV show Homeland? With Carrie... Uh, Claire Danes. Danes yeah. yeah, I started to, and then I. Got oh bored no! Of it. You gotta you try it again. It, it's I don't fantastic. Want to. I got through two you'll, seasons. You you did? You watched that much, and you didn't like it? Well, I kind of then went. Uh, I only I, brought it up because Mandy Patinkin is in. Yes, that, and you right. couldn't. You'd never recognize right. him as the same. Guy. Right. Yeah. And he's a singer, sorta. Fly over the rainbow, why? And oh, why can't I? If happy little bluebirds fly beyond the rainbow, why, oh, why can't I? Prepare to die. So I've got Sherman Montoya. Sometimes I call him Sherman Munster. Sherman Montoya is pretty nice. Which I think is cute. But yeah, so your dogs don't have middle names? Well, yeah, kind of in the way that Felix the cat has a middle name. Those big trucks keep... You know what's happening is there. there's construction down the street. And this one arterial is where all these big dump trucks keep driving. Oh. And, and plus, I've got three big potholes out in front of my house. And when they hit those potholes they just slam into them and it will make the floorboards of my house shake yeah that's not good Pot, potholes are a whole other problem that's right god bless the pothole down on memory lane god bless the pothole down on memory lane everything that happens to me now Sound to oblivion by my brain. So my my dog my dog's Elliot. Elliot the what? dog. 
Elliot the dog. Yeah, the dog. That's not very inspired. How do you think people like Attila the Han and uh, Alexander the Great and those people Joan the Ark having (laughs) having the as a middle name? I guess it's what they all had in common. Yeah, I suppose. No, but that's a great idea. It never occurred to me. Why shouldn't your dogs or your cats have have middle names just like humans do? Just a more formal name and. Yeah, Quinston James. My Actually, my dog nanny came up with that name for If I had it to do over again with my kids, uh, they are my son, Chris, and I do- my daughter, Catherine, Kate, and uh, our oldest son, Cam. Cam has the most interesting name, I think. But it's Cameron and Christopher. Yes. Is, is their formal, or is their long Yes, name. yes. And then Cam- Cameron has a middle name. Chris has a middle name. But I wish I'd... If I had to do over again right now and I had kids right now, I would want to give them more unique names. Christopher, yeah, it's Christopher Andrew Cashman. Boring. Uh, what would you? Catherine Ann Cashman. We could have done better than that. Those I don't are, know. but those are. I don't want to go. You're right. I don't want to go Moon Dog or anything like that for a name. But I, I would just like to have names that aren't. You know, there was a period of time where every other kid, every other girl was named, uh, I don't know, um, uh, McKenzie or yeah. uh, Morgan. Madison. Or Madison, you know, in, in those those trends. And Kate was right right yeah. in that wheelhouse. That's of what, every, how it happens. So like half her friends are named Kate. Yeah. I just wish I had done. Uh, my, I'm named Morris Patrick Cashman. Mor- Not Morris. More M A U R I C E. That's Maurice. Well, it looks like Maurice, but in it, it's an in if you're Irish, it's pronounced Morris. I never knew this. I thought yeah. it was Maurice. I I more east. The sh- emphasis on the east. Some people call me Maurice because I speak of the pompous. I shunned the name. I, that's why I used my middle name as my first name because so you could have been Maurice, Maurice sounded too a feat for me. More, when you, what's a feat mean? Well, it means a feat. Uh, well, it like just sounds stuck up. No, it sounds well a little bit of that and a little bit Maurice. Uh, a little bit. Uh, it's got a number of meanings, but the one I'm thinking of is a bit pampered. The old-fashioned word sissy. It sounds a little oh. sissified to me. Oh. oh, here comes Maurice. Let's beat him up. <laughs> People wanted to beat you up over more things in your yeah. name. Then, like Pat, so much better. It's a, <laughs> which, what Pat? Is it a man or a woman? We don't know for sure. I know. As a kid, you worry about stupid stuff like that. I yeah. have a cousin named Maury. His name is Maury. Everybody loves. That's a great name. Is but it, it never this... occurred to me to go by Maury. Yeah, Maury. I was going to say you could have yeah. been a Maury all this time. Yeah, I know. Maybe our radio show would have done better if you had if you'd been, been Maury Pash or Maury Donson. And maybe and maybe that TV guy would not have been successful if his name was Pat Povich too. You don't know, <laughs> so you you make a good point. Right. But uh, so my name's kind of unique because uh, I'm the fourth. There were at least three antecedents uh, before I came along. So I wish I I had come up with. More interesting names. I have a, a a lady friend who has two boys. They were twins, and she named them Elvis and Reno. Now, you might say Elvis is kind of cliche in a way, but you don't know that many guys named Elvis. And Reno is terrific. What a name. You like that? Kind of. You don't think those kids aren't going to get the hell beat out of them as they... They, they, they did. And, and yeah. Do, and do. 
Yeah. Even as grown men. Elvis and Re- And then the other thing you have to consider when you're naming children, it doesn't matter if Oh, you, Arlo if is if another got, kid. I like Arlo. Okay. I like that. I like okay, that. Okay, so name. she got uh, two, But you also have to go through three. every mean thing that a child could rhyme with your kid's name because that will be an issue in school. Yeah. yeah. So I think you got to think of a lot of things. You got to think about when when they take the letters of your name, what does it spell out? Right. That's why I didn't name kid- my son Chris Frederick Ulysses Cashman. <laughs> For example, wait, let me think about that. But yeah, even my name, Lisa. You know, the the worst kids could come up with for me. Uh, What's your when, middle name? When they were making fun oh, Marie. of me, it's Marie. They called me Lisa Pizza. Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa, men have named you. You're so like the lady with the mystic smile. Is it only cause you're lonely they have blamed you? For that Mona Lisa strangeness in your smile. Yeah, whatever Lisa Pizza. That's what they... Did that rankle you? No, I'm like, okay, that's the dumbest... If I, that doesn't if, hurt my If you feelings. were my kid, I would have given you the middle name of Anne. That so, was my mother's middle name. So your name would spell out laugh, which would fit you perfectly. <laughs> What do you That's think? Funny. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm I am Lisa Marie, but I'm the I I was before the other Lisa Marie. Presley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I'm that, a little bit older than That's her. a pretty good name, Lisa I, Marie. I like That's it. nothing wrong with that. I like it. But again, as you you know, when you're like what names, what mean names did kids call you that matched with Pat? So uh, they call uh, you fat ass man. Yeah, or, or oh, that's true. Camp. They would take your your last yeah. name. Yeah, I didn't get a lot, but some yeah, of that. That's yeah, that's true. And there was kid. There was a kid. Uh, sometimes we take the, the, the you take the first part of their last name. Like uh, there was a there'd be a kid named uh, I don't know Larry Anderson, so he'd be Andy, you know. Or there'd be a kid named uh, Smith, and he'd be Smitty. And, but no, and those most are... kids like that sort of thing, except yeah. for Jack Butler. The name game. Not a good song for Art or Chuck. So what, having thought about it, even though you can't go back and do a do-over... What yeah, I name? think you can. You can change your name at any time, any point in time. You can't change your kid's name. I don't think you can call Kate and Chris up and go, by the way, we've changed our minds. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I could. If I get together with them on the phone, they have to agree to it, I think, uh, and say, we've, we've, we've decided that uh, Norman uh, Swinbellows would be a better name for you. <clears throat> And, Is that, uh, but I need you to concur on that, and then we'll just go down to the courthouse and get this done. Yeah. I also wish we had given them multiple names. I love those handful of people that you hear. His name is Frederick Norman uh, Edward Vincent George. Edward James Well, John. that's what the British do. I yeah. mean, Prince. I, lo- I love multiple names. The like. princes have like 16 different, you know. Yeah, why, and, and why remember not? remember when Princess Diana was... Um, uh, betrothing uh, Prince Charles, that she screwed up the uh, the the um, the order. No, I don't. Of the name, you probably didn't even get up at three in the morning no. to watch that wedding, did you? Like no. all the rest of us here in the United States, the, when 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 Princess Diana got married, we all got up. Me, I remember me, my friends, my family. I think I was eight, nineteen when she got married, hmm. and, or twenty. 
And we got up, and it was a big to do. Well, they the, broadcast it live. What's the the wedding of uh, what's her name and Kate Pippa. Kate and the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, God, I mean, you just like. I remember watching you that. You just like throw like, what's her name? Eh. Well, who cares? What do you mean, who cares? I mean, they're they're not. They didn't accomplish anything. They're just by the pure accident of birth, they're famous. Right. Nobody's saying that they accomplished anything. Every people are watching it and are are in in entranced by it um, because it's so magical and there's so much pomp and circumstance that goes into this that you can't help but look and see how how royalty. I think it's things. a it, it's it, a glimpse into it, another world that you'll never ever step into. Isn't it a girl and boy thing? I mean, don't you think uh, girls? I'm generalizing, of course, but don't you think women and girls would be more interested in that? Of course, I, I don't think that's a. I'm more interested thing. in watching a football game than I am watching the la di da wedding from. Well, you don't have royals. to. Uh, you don't have to belittle it just because you aren't interested. You don't have to call it. Lottie Daw is a perfectly good word. Lottie Daw wedding. Oh, yeah, it sounds pejorative <laughs> to you, but no, I meant it as a compliment. <laughs> I, I think you're right, and I don't, I don't think what you're saying is is sexist in a mean way. I I think you're right. Your demographic for something like that, and the interest and the viewership that that generates is going to be largely female. Now, something because we are never going to have anything close to that on our special day. You know, I wish that it, it, I, I if if I thought that there was at least a chance that something cool would happen during one of those weddings, like a fist fight breaks out, or or since it's British, maybe a sword fight, uh, something unexpected, somebody right. a pie a pie throwing thing start breaks out all sure. of a sudden, something like yeah. that. Then I'd watch. Yeah. Well, but, it's live, but, but so every, how do you know that? It well, was... everything's rehearsed. Now you stand here, you go there. We've done it this way for hundreds of years, and then you do that. And then the, if there was more uh, chaos involved, I think it'd be. <laughs> More fun to watch. You know, more commotion. Yeah, I agree with you. I and this, That's why I told you I think that the Olympics are kind of boring because I think there needs to be more more chaos involved yeah. in, in competition. Well, so. sometimes there is. I mean, sometimes a guy can hit his head on the diving board or somebody can turn their ankle during a race. Once and those are coming. Aren't those coming up? But the Olympics? Summer Olympics? Uh, or am I off by a year? I don't think they're coming up. Oh, they're not coming up this year? No. no. There's a, a, a young man who lives down in central Oregon. He grew up there in a little town called Lapine. You ever heard of Lapine? No, but... It means I, the pine. Can you cross your fingers and hold that thought for a second? Yeah. Quince is over and he's got his head in something, and I'm just betting it's something that's dead. Yeah, more than likely. Quince is her boyfriend, by the way, in case you're just joining us. No, that's her dog. Yeah, let's see if he's into something dead. It'd be kind of cool if it was something dead. Or, you know, something that at least was badly hurt, if not dead. She's coming back. Her face is kind of... It's, was something disgusting? Yeah. yeah. Smell his breath. Uh, okay. <laughs> <coughs> oh, that's my breath. Wait oh, Quincy. Oh. He, um, there was a bottle of fish oil fertilizer that oh. apparently knocked off my uh, oh, gardening man, bench. And he's boy. been over there just sucking away at that bottle. Fish heads, fish heads, roly-poly fish heads, fish heads, fish heads. Eat them up, yum. Fish heads, fish heads, roly poly 
happy fish heads in the evening, floating in the soup. Fish heads, fish heads, roly poly fish heads, fish heads, fish heads, eat them up, yum. Dogs just, they that, like stinky stuff, don't is they? Does that mean he's going to have some issues later on? Should I keep him tied to a tree tonight? Uh, I don't know. Uh, fish is supposed to be very good for you. No, but I know, but I mean... The omega-3s and fatty acids and That's all what that. I mean. Is he going to go, wow, that sure cleaned out Well, my it system. depends on how much of it he had. It, it, the bottle, I think he was just licking around the, the cap. That's what I do. <laughs> all right, so the pine. When I go to bed at night, I also circle around three or four times before settling in. And do you puff up your sometimes your sheets, with, scratch them up? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Okay, so the pine. Oh yeah, uh, it's no big. The the, the kid uh, that I'm thinking of, his name is is Ashton. Yeah, I forgot. Ashton Eaton. This is Ashton now, Eaton. Now that's a fine name. It I is like a fine that. name. He grew up in this little town called La Pine, which is near my old neck of the woods, Bend, Oregon. And he, uh, for the last two Olympic games, has won the decathlon, which is is described as you are the greatest athlete in the world if you win so the decathlon. So what's the decathlon? It's the same thing that Bruce Jenner won. Decathlon is ten things, right? You got to yep. shoot and jump and run and swim. You got to shoot. You got to gargle. You got to watch four hours of TV. You got to change pokey, a tire. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, all <laughs> okay. that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you have to do it like all in a row. You don't get to do it over like days, right? No, no, it goes over a, a few days. Oh, see, I think they couple should, days. That's what I mean. Is they should have them do it all in a row. That's a good idea, actually. And yeah. then the last man standing, yeah. right? Well, right. Yeah, I guess. Uh, anyway, he's from. Uh, Lapine, so they've changed the name of Lapine. The main street of Lapine is really just a highway. It's not really even a main street, but they have changed the name of it to be Ashton Eaton Way. Now, what a nice honor. Well, it's a nice honor, but I don't know. If you if you were going to be honored, wouldn't it be cooler if you were from New York City and they changed Fifth Avenue to Lisa Marie Foster Way? Uh, Lapine, yeah. La I mean, people are usually... Speeding through that town well, at 70 miles own. an hour, and they'll never see his name. Well, that's his own fault. Yeah. He should have grown up somewhere else. Should have lied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, right. I'm not, I'm not right. from here. No, it's very cool. And obviously, in a small town, uh, you're just an enormous hero, uh, as, as you would expect. Uh, I'm from Bend, Oregon, and I am in the uh, Bend High School Hall of Fame. You already told the story. Did I? Yeah, you're on the. You, there's a plaque. The reason I bring it up again is because I just still think it's such a ridiculous honor, but it, and it shows. And I'm not being humble. It just shows you how slim the pickings are <laughs> for famous people in Bend. I know, but and I'm also on a wall with people that have accomplished real things. There's a cancer researcher on there. There's somebody else that was very involved with inventing, involved with human genomes and all these great laurels and, and plaudits for these these truly distinguished kids but they thought well we got to get one carney in there too so let, let's have this let's have, this guy did some radio and tv stuff let's stick him in too just so <laughs> just so it makes the whole thing look more interesting <laughs> i'm sure that discussion went exactly like that yeah of course um a couple things i uh went to buy something for my computer the other day and i went to a best buy store have you been to Best Buy? 
Yeah. Because you don't go to stores very much. I've been much. to you, Best Buy. You're but smart, I don't... and you go on the on the internet. I I pretty much order everything. Yeah, that makes sense. Online, but I needed I something. I do not like to go into stores. Yeah. I don't like to be. Don't blame you. I don't like people that don't know how to help me. I don't like mm-hmm. parking. I there's just I don't think there's one thing I like about actually physically going to a brick and mortar store. Hmm. Wow. Unless That's they had, like, free cookies or something. Yeah. Well, sometimes they do. But I went to a Best Buy store because, and the only reason I did it is because I needed something in my hot hand at that moment. Because I needed it to do a, a keynote presentation I was doing. is a little piece of hardware that you need for your computer. So I go into Best Buy, and the reason I'm mentioning it is because it is one of those places, and, I, and I'm... I'm sure there are others that, that aren't coming to mind right now where when you go, the minute you walk in the door, you feel like you're under uh, suspicion. Oh, really? Yeah. They, what do you mean? They have people at the front. Oh, I, um, oh. Uh, Staples is like that, too. There's people right at the front, and they scrutinize you when you walk in the front door. Mm-hmm. They ostensibly say, hey, welcome. Good to see you. But what they're really doing is they're sizing you up. You what? Making no, sure they're not. that you're not going to try to steal something. You really? Feel it, you feel it all through the store. Don't you think that and might be just your own paranoia? Perhaps. Maybe they're just doing their right from the... Right from the employee handbook, and just anybody that walks in, greet them. No, it's not. It isn't set up like that. You feel more like those movies, those Nazi movies, where you're trying to go through, you know, those those really cr- crossings where the you where feel the, like you're in a Nazi comes up and down. That's yeah. what you feel like. Yeah, you do. You feel like that in there. Mashing up papers, please. <laughs> we have ways of making you talk. Yeah, I mean that's how. And well, I'm thinking, why did they decide this is the way they're going to run this operation? Now you're right. Maybe I'm misreading it, but that's the way it feels when you go in there. And then when you leave, you also have to kind of go through a little bit of a gauntlet, and then they then they want and and you know some stores they want to check your bag and can I see your receipt please like oh uh, yeah like they... Costco does but yeah. but this place to me just feels differently I feel under siege in there and under suspicion all the time that just might be your own paranoid mind we can't go I'm just wondering, do they have people stealing yeah. stuff there more than I other imagine. stores? Well, Best Buy's got high-end electronics. and Their little alarms will go off if you walk past yeah. the thing, won't they? Well, that's what I'm saying. I think you might be reading into it a little bit. Yeah. I think they might just be doing their employee manual thing, which brings up a really good point. And, uh, Here's I'm, another good point. Best Buy is not the Best Buy usually. So if, oh. if you can sell what you want there, but don't don't say it's the Best Buy. Maybe for you, but not for the customer. That's huh? my opinion. I'm Brian Johnson. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're saying they're... Sounds like I've got a lot of issues. <laughs> that kinda... don't have anything You know to what do. I'm thinking? Maybe you just shouldn't go to Best Buy anymore. Yeah, you're right. Well, yeah. I like I said, I only went there because I needed something and I needed it now and I paid too much for it. What, what did you buy? Uh, I bought a, a new car. No, I bought a... Um, uh, it's a little... It's a plug for your laptop that, that will... That like plug, a dongle? In. It's like a dongle. Yeah, it's a kind of dongle. And yeah. I decided I needed three different dongles because I didn't know 
which one they would have at this hotel where I was doing this keynote presentation. Oh, got so it. So I needed <clears throat> three kinds, and this is where I had to go to get it because if you don't know, have the right you piece know, of equipment, you you can base your whole speech on on a uh, on a like a PowerPoint or a keynote, and then if it doesn't work. This happened to me when a speech yeah. I gave in Vermont a you, couple of years ago. You told me about that. It was, it was a nightmare. You know, I don't if you want plan, that to happen If again. you plan ahead a little bit, you could have probably just ordered it on Amazon Prime and had it delivered the next day. You're right. You're, but I was indecisive about it because I wasn't sure whether I would whether this place would be able to provide what I needed or do I need to bring my own. And finally, at the last moment, I was uncertain enough. I thought, you know, I should just cover myself. But you're right. I'm not going in there anymore. Unless uh, I absolutely have to. Because I, I don't like the feeling that eyes are watching you the whole time. Do you time. think it was just that particular store or do you think it's all of them? I, I think it's all of them. I used to feel the same way at Radio Shack. Remember Radio Shack? Of course I remember when you Radio, go to Radio Shack. When you would go but to Radio Shack. Do you want to remember? You remember what they used to do at Radio Shack? Yes. You go in and you buy batteries and they take your address, exactly. your phone. That's I'm like, what I was getting to. And I would, I would say, I'm paying cash. Well, yes, ma'am, but we need to have this information for our records. No, you don't. Oh, I'm buying pissed. batteries and I'm paying you cash. I agree with you. That That's why I brought them up. It's the same sort of thing. <laughs> Look, I just want to buy something here. I don't want to give you my biography and it's really none of your business. Exactly. Yeah. And then there's a, probably a reason why they're gone now. Yeah. They did abandon that policy after a while, but yeah. by then the, the well had been poisoned for me. How do you feel? Um, I went into a store today. I can't remember what, where I was going. but Liquor? It was probably. Well, that was one of them. Yeah. But I didn't Wouldn't it be have... nice if you could get your liquor online? You can. You can? Yeah. Well, I'll leave it to you to know that. <laughs> Why would you think I wouldn't know that? Of I, course I would know. Really? That. How? So they bring I'll it to your? I'll tell you later. Okay. I'll tell you later. Because now you made you just. Oh, so I went to a store today that I didn't have a uh, loyalty card. So does that ever make you feel when they go? Um. Yes. Do you have a uh, Wimple's loyalty card? You know they're ringing you up. Um. Do you have a Wimple's loyalty card? And I always feel like. No. I I, I feel I, I feel guilt because because then they all of a sudden they go. Oh, yeah! And they start bagging up your, gro- you know. Some stores will say, well, "Would they- you like to apply for one?" But usually now the response is like you just said, "Oh, oh, oh, oh." oh. And then, and then Lo- loyalty sounds like fascism to me. And anyway. then the like eyes, the they don't look at you anymore, and they just they sort of purse their lips and bag your stuff up, mm-hmm. and and then please you know, get out, right? Yeah. So. I just, I feel like sometimes, I don't know, I feel the pressure to just lie and go, I do, but I don't. Uh... Okay, well, let's just give me your phone number. Yeah, and, we'll type and then they give Oh, me... I don't remember my phone yeah. number. Yeah. Oh, it must be my old phone number. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just, don't, if I have a courtesy or a loyalty card, I'm going to whip it out. Don't ask me. It yeah. puts me on the spot and it makes me feel bad. Well, if you'd had your loyalty card, you could have saved yourself four cents. <laughs> Yeah. I know. I know. Um, I want to talk a little bit since you started with the customer service thing about uh, rental car companies, and they are not all created equal, and they all have their own uh, flavor and sort of uh, corporate. Um, uh, I don't know. Just their their personalities are very different, and and I'm going to name it. I'm going to name it right here, and I'm going to name it right now. And that, yeah, I'm going to bleep it. And that is. I'm going to bleep it. Enterprise Rentals. Oops, I missed it. I'm going to say it really fast so you can't believe it. Enterprise. There, you can't believe that. 
No, I'm not going to believe this it. This company, and it doesn't matter where I fly to. I can fly to Boise. I can fly to Spokane. I can fly to San Diego. I can fly to Oakland or San Francisco or wherever And I don't is. need one of your stinking planes to do it. But they have this... Said Superman. ...employee manual that these people adhere to because you know why I know? Because they say the same thing at no matter which enterprise thing I am at. So the first thing that happens is you think that you would, you make your reservation, right? You grab your bags and you go to the rental car counter. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they have you fill out all the stuff and, you know, they try to upsell you on everything. And don't fall into that trap. Um, and you have your you own be, insurance. Will you be too, getting right? our coverage? Will you be getting our coverage for the car today? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I always say, I'm, I'm already covered. Most everybody oh, but is. But no. I'm talking about our coverage, and I get into a, almost a fight with them every single time. And I'm like, I am I am covered. I have a $1 million uh, liability coverage on my uh, on my insurance. Wow, that must be quite a car. I'm a, just a horrible driver. <laughs> so um, so they, they try to upsell you on that. So then they say, all right, well, now um, just take the uh, escalator up to the second floor where the rental cars are, and one of our representatives will come out and help you. By the way, I have a $60 billion you insurance thing. That's in case I run over Bill Gates in the crosswalk. So mine is just because of this uh, job I have teaching classes at certain. Sometimes they're at actual high schools, and gotcha. I have to have this million-dollar gotcha. thing. So then you ride up the elevator and you sit and you wait for a representative with a cute little tablet. They have a little tablet and a little blazer and they come out of their little enterprise shack and they come up and they go, Miss Foster, how are you today? How was your flight? I know they don't care. I don't care. But they say the same thing every time. They're super bubbly. All right. Well, let's get you to your car. Can I help you with your luggage? They say the same thing. They walk you. They practically hold your hand and walk you out to the car. I just want my keys. I don't know why I can't just get the keys at the counter and just go to my car. But I have to go through this another another handler. They go around the car. They try to sell you that insurance again. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, just want to make sure about the coverage, blah, blah, blah. So then you finally get out where you go through the exit. And you've got the gate guy. What's that thing called? Yeah. That place that says, don't back up. Tire damage, severe tire damage. Right. I've seen so that. So then they've got the, that guy. Hi, how is everything today? And then they say this, how would you rate our customer service today? And you know these employees are tired of saying, but they all say the same. I'm Annoying. not saying it's just it's just the same topics. It's it's verbatim mm-hmm. to the point where I can't even rent from them anymore because it drives me add, crazy. They don't want them add yeah. living because they might say the wrong thing. Exactly. And I just, to me, think that is one of the worst things you can do in a service-oriented type of business. How much do you business. weigh? I mean, how was your day? A service-oriented business should really be hiring people that can be more genuine and hard and, to find Lee. and hard to find and, and can apparently. really just sort of rise to the moment in the situation and not be so robotic about how they they because i know they don't care they i know they don't care but they're supposed to ask it hi how are you today how was your flight well they're probably you not getting business paid or pleasure you're not you're not offering um, you know the kind of pay that is going to attract the kind of people that you're talking about wouldn't you agree? Well, generally, of course. I mean, you can make that argument all over the place on any type of job, but I, I but they've lost a customer argue. because they. <laughs> I know <laughs> I do. 
but I just, I don't know. I don't, I'm just, it's so annoying to me after a long fight to have this sort of robotic, by the book, this is what I know I'm supposed to say, how I'm supposed to do it, and I have no personality, I'm just another... Um, Robotan. I'm the same way about uh, when you pull up to a place and, and they want to valet your car. And I never want to valet my car. I want to have my car. If I'm, like I'm staying at a hotel, I want to be able to get in my car and drive down to the store by really? a, six, a six pack or something. I love the valet at the hotel. Uh, not me. I hate valet. I love the valet at the hotel. What's no, your you, problem? Well, you, you lose control of your car. You got to tip them. Uh, you, I mean, it's a whole it's thing. It's about Just, the tipping thing, isn't it? No, no, it's not that I what don't. What do you mind. mean lose control of your car? You don't what have do you access to it. If you want to use your car, wait a minute. I need to get something out of my car. Now oh. you got to go through this whole thing. Oh, I you, forgot to take because my... you're one of those people. Yeah, see, I'm what not. What does one. that mean? Well, I'm just not one of those people. I've got all my crap together. Well, good for you. I... Jolly good. Let's let's hold a parade. <laughs> that did sound a little snotty, didn't it? <laughs> but I'm just That's saying, I like. I, and plus, when you leave, like if I do, if I'm lucky enough to do an event, let's say I'm given a get a chance to give a speech or an auction. Well, then when I'm done, I want to get in my car and go. And get the hell I don't want to stand in line with all the other people <laughs> waiting for their valet. Not that I'm too good for that. It's right. just inefficient for me. Yeah. And I maybe I have to catch a ferry or something. I don't know. Yeah. I want to get in my car and go. How much are you tipping the, the valet guys? I don't even know what the I'll going typically rate. tip a valet guy about, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks, something like that. No, seriously. Cause I, is that I, not enough? I think, like, is two bucks not enough? That's That's pretty crappy. Are you kidding me? I, I think five bucks. Five dollars? <laughs> <laughs> well, they would love ten or twenty. I have to give him Do five you leave, bucks? When you check out of a hotel... <coughs> i got to cut this off. Yeah, that's right. <coughs> do you leave a tip for the maid when oh. you check out of a hotel? I do, and you, I'm going to tell you another little trick that I've learned. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And I leave them a couple bucks a day. Couple bucks? How much should I be tipping them? Well, I don't know what you do. I leave 10 bucks a day. You do not. I do. If I'm there three days, I'm leaving them 30 bucks. What are you doing in that room that uh, would require you to tip them $10? I don't remember what I'm doing in the room because I always clear my history. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French I took But I do know that I love you And I know that if you love me too What a wonderful world this would be Oh man, I suck No, I don't say that, but I I just I picture when you see the people Oh mean you mean in, ten bucks for the whole stay. No, for per day. That's what I do. Wow. Cat, I think you're over tipping. 
Well, maybe I am, but I, I also think that housekeeping is people, I'm, I'm guessing, are not well paid. No, I'm sure they're probably and I, and I think, well, maybe, maybe this will brighten their day a little bit. Oh, see, you're such a good person. And I, I'm thinking they're probably got other people that are only leaving them two bucks. <laughs> maybe I should leave them ten. Show them, I know. so they don't get well, cynical I about feel humanity. Bad. You're right. I, I, but I don't really require much because I don't. All I really need them is to make sure they keep me in coffee and. No, you know what? This is the truth. I don't often have them. You know what I do? I change my. Stuff. I don't leave anything for them to do. Yeah. I, I pick my towels up. Yeah. I don't leave. Uh, I mean, I even sometimes make the bed after. My, I mean, I'm really stupid about it. That that is their job. They don't right. mind doing it. Uh, once in a while, if there's like a bunch of blood on the carpet, I'll try to clean that up. That's really you know, nice that of kind you. Of stuff. You know, you don't have to do that. That's I know I don't job. have to do it, but I try to. I was in a hotel once. That had um, it was at the very end of a hallway, but it was around. I remember a, that hotel. Uh-huh. It, it was around a corner, so it wasn't like on the main hallway. So it was right around the corner, and there were only two rooms: my room and the person a little catty corner to me. So it's just around this little L. That's it. It's just it was laid out weird. So I remember I'm in this room one night or one day, and I'm working, and I hear these noises out in the hallway, <clears throat> and I'm figuring it's the maid housekeeping. Sure. Um, but then I hear uh, a male voice, like a maintenance guy, and then I hear a third voice. So I'm like peering through. Now the door, when that door to that hotel room opens, you can't quite see in there because it's just off center, just enough that you can't really kind of with the keyhole that the peephole see in. But I could hear them in the hallway going, "What do you think that is?" I don't know. Well, I'm not touching it. Well, you have to. You have to touch it. I am not touching that. I'm not cleaning that up. Well, we better talk to Larry, the maintenance guy. And I'm like, I'm dying to know what this is. Oh, and Larry's in the, Larry's out in the hallway just kind of looking in. He goes, yeah, we're going to have to get some fans in here. That's, I remember he said fans. And I'm like, what could that possibly be? dead cat in there I or have no idea. But whoever was in that room was did some oh my nasty gosh. stuff. And it was I never did find out. I'd, I'd, I'd be dying to find I out. I'd nev- have to ask somebody. I know. Well, ha- I should have just whipped open my door. and. But what if it was something really gruesome that I could never unsee? That's the other yeah. thing. Yeah. You know. No, you, you my eyes, my eyes. So as far as tipping, I have learned a really good tip that I, a travel tip that I will share with people that I picked up from a travel site. Do you ever, ever slip the front desk person when you're checking in? Do you ever palm them any cash? No, I haven't. Um, you should, you, you should. Treat them like a mater d' sort of deal? You should, and you will be surprised what you get when you. I've tipped a concierge before. No, no. The, you know what the big secret in hotels is? The front desk person has all the power. They have hmm. all the power. And that means even if you're just extra nice to them, they can probably get you some upgrades or rooms that, that are nicer my, or, or in a nicer wife, area. Yeah, I know. She is wonderful. She does great about it. We're always She's getting good. upgrades. But I've started now. I actually, when I check in, I don't check in online anymore. I, I want to see the person at the front desk. And I'm always handing over my driver's license, my credit card, and a $10 bill. And often they'll go, oh, what's that? And I'll go, oh, that's just that's just for you because you guys I'm, always I'm treat me. just bribing you. You guys treat me so well here. And 
you would you'll notice attitudes change. You start getting free smart this stuff and that stuff, and yeah, oh, well, can that's... I get a late checkout? Of course, and here's some mm-hmm. coupons for. Bre- it has opened up a whole new world for me this that's year. That's really a great idea. You know that that's people the, forget that front desk people have all the power. That's the pitfall of me leaving ten dollars a day for the, exactly. Uh, I'm never going to see them again. That's they can't right. do anything for me. And they also say I'm that such a fool. do you have to tip every front desk person every time you come now? She goes no because most of them will notice who has tipped and you're kind of on everyone's radar at that point. Hmm. Boy, that is one fine tip. Princeton James, get your butt over here now. Dog, that's, get up here. That's the other reason for a middle name for a dog. It's just yeah. very helpful. Yeah, because you know, James. you know you're in trouble if you hear that. So anyway, that's my travel tip. So that's stop. A great tip. You're wasting way too much money on the valet and the housekeeping, and you need to be, uh, you need to be. Then you, then you the figure in the cost of the hooker on top of that, and man, I'm, <laughs> I am just, I'm losing money hand over fist. Yeah, you are. What kind of clown am I? What do I know of life? Why can't I cast away this mask of play and live my life? Why can't for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. Oh.